Hello, listeners, and welcome to season three of the Learn to Mediate Online podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and I'm a family law attorney, mediator, and online mediation expert. And in just the past year and a half during the pandemic, I've trained over 20,000 professionals in how to mediate online. I created the Learn to Mediate Online podcast to continue to support professionals in their legal and dispute resolution practices, and I'm very excited to bring you this new season with lots of expert tips and inside information so that you can continue to grow your practice and thrive in the new year. So I invite you to listen to today's podcast. Hello and welcome back to part two of my interview with uh, Ronnie Deaver, who again, to remind you all, is the founder of my favorite name, Noble Marketing. Uh, And Ronnie joined me for this first week of January so that we can help you all um, on how to use Google to boost your business. And so for those of you who did not listen to part one, Ronnie did a fantastic rundown of the importance and, and truly the importance. I think you said, Ronnie, if you do nothing else, Google my business. Um, And Google ads really is where you should be putting your time. So listen to part one. Um, We launched that Monday. We talked all about how to use my Google, my business to really up your online profile and your presence. But today we're going to dive into Google ads, which is kind of the other side of the Google universe equally, if not as important. What do you think, Ronnie? Yeah. uh, Well, first of all, thank you so much for the wonderful introduction. You always make me feel so special when I come on the show. Um, But in terms of equivalence importance, uh, actually, I'd say it's probably Google My Business is probably still more important on the overall. I really think of Google My Business as kind of the foundation of all your marketing, right? It's at the end of the day, when somebody Googles your name, it's like one of the first things they see with your reviews and your trust and whatever have you, right? Google ads for me is is like, once you've capped out Google My Business, Google ads then for me is the next immediate thing you go to, right? Because, you know, you can think about Facebook ads and all that. But Google ads, as I said before, is the place you can go where people are literally raising their hand and saying, I need a lawyer right now. And so you're paying to get yourself in front of somebody who's already said, I need a lawyer right now. So I'd say it's second most important, right? If okay. I it. But, but Google my business is life, man. Google my yeah. business is life. Watch that episode. What, listen to it, watch it, um, but be sure that you dive into that part one. Um, there were a lot, I mean, Ronnie really gave tips on what you yourself can do on the Google My Business side. I mean, certainly it's a great idea to get somebody else to do it for you unless you have lots and lots of time because that's a key element. But yeah, un- yeah it's, it's, well, it's consistency in time, right? You said it's not an overnight process to Google My Business and get your, your presence up. Google ads are a little different. Um, they, they do, I will say, require, I think, some expertise um, and are probably a place where you're going to want to put some, some money, to put some, some bucks behind your effort. Get some help. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Google is fundamentally designed to, to, to take your money, right? Like they're not, that, that, that is, the platform is designed on confusion, right? And I mean that as kindly as possible, but like they don't publish exact guidelines, right? For it to help anybody try to, you know, make money off of it. It's, it's literally become an art and a guessing game where marketers are constantly guessing and having to figure it out. Google's not making it easy. 
Because for them, if you're confused, it's easy for them to spend your money, right? Whether in, on, on call it on accident, call it intentional, the whole platform, we'll talk about a couple of different ways this is true. The platform is designed for them to make money. It is not designed for you to make money. So what you want to do is you want to either put effort yourself, or again, if you don't have the time, you mostly don't, right? Hire somebody who's going to put the effort in to literally fight Google, right? But then take advantage of what the platform can do, which is put you in front of people who need a lawyer right now, right? So it has the potential to make a lot of money, but its default state, if you were to just go into it and turn it out on, is not going to make you money. It is not designed to make you money, and Google is not going to help you make money. It just isn't right. going to happen. Right. So all that effort, even if you're putting in the effort on Google, my business doesn't have much, if anything, to do with Google ads. Am I right? Oh, yeah. They're, they're totally distinct. Yeah. It's a complete oh. separate advertising platform. Okay. So let's start there. Let's like go to the basics. What is Google ads? Yeah. Uh, well, I think everyone's had some of an experience with uh, at least one experience with a Google ad, right? And I think it's some stat like 90% of people skip over those first ads that you see when you do a Google search, 90% skip through, right? But when you have 100,000 searches in a market, a 10% is a 10% left over is still 10,000 people, right? Like that's, that's not a small number, but like, so Google ads, I mean, if you've done a Google search, you'll see it at the top, there's a few different versions of it. The most common one that probably everyone has seen is the, the text search ads, right? And those are the ones that you see the, the first three or four results that look pretty similar to organic results, you know, at the bottom. Uh, but they just have a little, little note that says they're an ad, right? So that's your typical search ads. And then recently, a big hot topic as of last year has been what's been known as local service ads, right? And those local service ads, those are the ones that, that have like an image of the attorney, a bunch of reviews, and it's, it's a similar but slightly different um, advertising platform that, that they're basically trying to make it easier where you can pay per lead rather than pay per click, right? But it's still part of the Google ads ecosystem, Right. And then technically, and then we're not going to talk about it now, Google ads has what's known as a display network, which is where you can do like retargeting. If you're ever on another website and you see those ads follow you all around on those different websites, right? Yes. Have no nothing to do, right? Yes. With, like you could be on a mommy blog, right? Yeah. And you're going to And there's that purse you just looked at over <laughs> on some, you know, what other website. Exactly. Yeah. So technically Google ads includes that um, as well as it also includes YouTube advertising. Right. So those are kind of all, all your different places that Google ads includes, but for most intents and purposes, for most lawyers, the place you're really going to be making most of your money or getting a lot of um, clientele from is going to be from Google search ads and local search ads. And for some jurisdictions, you may get away with retargeting. There's some, you know, depending on your area, retargeting is questionably allowed. Um, right. So you might be able to do some retargeting. And if you're very advanced, yeah, maybe you do some YouTube advertising, but I really don't recommend that until you're, you know, you're really far along in your marketing. And at that point, you're probably not listening to this podcast. Right? <laughs> I was just going to say heads are exploding on the other end of the earbuds of people who are listening. So let's, let's, uh, I mean, you may, we may have lost some people right there, yeah. but forgive I me. Think, I try. I try. <laughs> no, no. I just, I, because I think it, that is the issue with Google ads, yeah. but bottom line, Google ads work, don't they? Yeah, I think there's a, there's an actual a stat on this. Um, it, you know, despite my previous statement that Google ad, uh, is is you know designed to take your money, um, it, their national average across all niches. So this is not just lawyers. Uh, is it, you'll make on average two dollars for every one dollar you spend. Um, so and that's just at the minimum. I see people do way better than that, right? Like that's that's just the national average, right? Which includes a lot of people wasting money. <laughs> uh, but two to one, yeah, it's not bad, right? That's, like that's not bad. And and actually you make a really good point there because, and I'm guilty of this. I'm one of those people who jumped on and said, 
I'm pretty, you know, savvy. I can figure this out and tried to run a couple of Google ads myself without even having an understanding of everything you're talking about in the first five minutes of this podcast. And I will tell you, they were a complete waste of money. So not to say that Google ads are a waste of money, but my doing it myself and thinking I could figure it out, that was a waste of money. So if you factor the, that point that other people are probably doing that into that two, two earning $2 for every $1 spent. Yeah. I mean, these do work. They need to be done properly. Um, yeah. But I have to tell you, I'm a little intrigued by this, um, this local service ad that you mentioned, because I have seen those and they look much more substantial, right. Yep. Than the regular Google ads. So, so what is the difference? Is there a big price difference? What, what's up with that? Yeah. So it's a, you know, it's a still bit of an unknown. It's only been around for a year. Um, I've seen attorneys start to use it. Um, it can be very profitable in some markets. Um, it can be, uh, very questionable in other markets. Um, that's, it's, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's been proven consistent, but, uh, basically what it is, right. Is you pay Google, you know, usually I think a minimal budget of like $250 a month, or, you know, most people spend about $500 a month on ad spend just for local service ads. Right. So that's, again, it's kind of a separate thing from the rest of the Google ad pl- platform, even though it's part of it. Um, and so to get part of it, you know, people have to, you have to like verify you're a lawyer and they put the effort in to make sure, you know, that you're a legit business. Right. So it's right. You know, higher, higher quality. Right. And then what they're doing is that anybody who they, they, they record the calls. Right. And they, and they, if there's any, you know, form fills or anything that come through it, but it's mostly phone calls. Um, they're going to track that and they're going to be able to, they're charging you on a per call or per lead basis. Right. And so sometimes I had somebody who's paying $150 per lead. Right. But they were turning, you know, three every one out of three of those into a case, right? So at that point, they're spending seven hundred fifty bucks. But a single case, they're an employment lawyer, right? And so one case from that can sometimes turn into twenty thousand dollars, right? Right. So they spent seven hundred fifty dollars for twenty thousand dollars, right? Like that math works out great. But the the whole basis of the platform basically is they're like, hey, we wanted to make a platform where you could pay per lead, right, rather than pay per click, which is what it usually is, where you're, you know, you, you don't a click does not necessarily turn into a lead. Uh, but on Correct. the on the local service ad platform, you get to pay per lead. Now, the downside of that is it requires a lot of maintenance. Like you do have to go through this whole application process. It's a bit hard. Um, they record all your calls, right? So they're going to be constantly verifying, is this a legit call? And you can dispute it and get refunds and stuff like that. So sometimes you're going to get bad leads and you might have to dispute it with them. Um, but but the the benefit being is it takes a lot less effort for you. You don't have to go put a bunch of targeting in. They don't, they, it's, it's one of the few times where Google has said, no, we'll put the effort in because now they're incentivized to get you good leads. Right, right? because they so, only get paid for the lead. Okay. In theory, right? Because uh, again, they're going to resist you refunding it like crazy, even if it is a bad lead. And they're going to be like, oh, you have to do this. And they put stipulations and it's like, sure. it, it, it's a bit questionable, but still it's a step in the, what I call the right direction of making Google ads in general more accessible to small business owners who are not going to have the time, knowledge or effort, you know, effort to go put in or money to go put in all the technical knowledge it takes on the rest of the Google ads platform uh, to really hone the campaign in. And it lets you skip ahead to like, hey, you don't need to know anything about Google ads. Just pay us this much money. You're going to pay this much per lead, right? And over time, I, at least what I've seen in the last year is that, hey, yeah, people are getting valid leads out of this. Like it actually works. And in some markets, it's available and some it's not. Um, oftentimes in really small markets, it's not yet available because they don't, they don't have the volume yet, right? right? But if you're in New York, right? You're in Miami. If you're in these bigger areas, it can work. Um, and, it's, and yeah, so it's not available for all areas or um, all... Um, all types of, of services, but I'm very fascinated to see how it evolves over the couple of years because it's the first time I've seen Google really put ownership on themselves to care about their client bases 
actual lead generation and, and financial growth. Right. Well, and I have to say for my divorce mediation colleagues, mm-hmm. it sounds like it might be a great option because many divorce mediators are marketing to the couples who are divorcing. And so in that local area, that might be something where, you know, that would be, especially as we go into divorce season, folks, um, for those of you out there who are, are my colleagues on the, on the family law side of things, um, for those who are mediators or dispute resolution professionals um, who mostly are getting clients through attorneys, et cetera, that may be less helpful to them. That's probably not how they're going to, their ads would, would be beneficial, I would think. Yeah. I think, you know, if you were doing, if you'd already, assuming that you had already, you know, gotten your Google, my business up to speed, which I recommend doing for anybody, even if you're doing referral only, um, you don't want, you know, anytime you're putting all of your, 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 your business growth in the hands of somebody else, you're in a vulnerable situation, right? Because if that person dies off for whatever reason, that lead, that whole source dies off, you know, suddenly your business goes from very stable to not very stable. So like, I never recommend, you know, for anyone's sanity really over the long term, um, letting your business just be entirely referrals or some sort of lead source that you don't control. But if you've already got your Google My Business in place, if you were to do this again on your own, local service ads is probably the only thing from Google Ads platform that I'd actually recommend doing on your own. And I think it would be the next kind of obvious step is get your Google My Business set up, then proceed, right, to go do some local service ads. Play around 250 bucks, 500 bucks a month, right? See how it works, right? Maybe it gets you four or five calls. And if, one, if it turns into one case, it pays for itself, right? The average divorce case value is $3,500, right? So, uh, you know, with a 70% profit margin, or even a 60% profit margin, that's fine, right? You pay right. 500, 500 bucks for one case, you're, you're in a good situation, right? Like, that's fine. So like, I, I think it's a great starting point for anybody who wants to dabble in advertising, but isn't ready yet to pay an expert uh, to really get into the rest of the Google Ads platform. Well, and that's a good point because it is really a, a dipping your toe in for some professionals that might be interesting for, but then you get Google Ads and I know Google's trying to like push something called smart ads. Um, I've been seeing that a lot um, yeah. in the the emails and things I get to my Gmail account and all that. What now, So we, now we've got Google ads, service, local service ads, and now smart ads. What are smart ads? Yeah, smart ads are the scourge of the earth. Um, <laughs> never on any condition ever let them convince you to use it. So basically the way I think of it, it was their version one attempt at local service ads. And what I mean by that is it was their first version of how can we dumb this platform down so that anyone can use it, right? And so it, it's it's easy, like you get to set up, you, you just got, it's very easy, click and go, you know, drag and drop, set your thing up and it's no big deal. And they're like, hey, great, we're gonna go get you some leads. Totally, yeah, great. You gave us all your information. We're definitely gonna do it. But then you go look at their targeting and their ads are, or they're running on really bad keywords. They're running to people who maybe don't even need you. You're gonna get random calls. If you're in estate planning, you might get elder law calls. And they're like, that's related, right? Totally, right? <laughs> and you're <laughs> and like, they, wait, no. <laughs> and they have no context, right? It's a type, it, basically it's like an automatic setup tool that doesn't really have the context of your business and like what kind of cases you wanna actually get. And so it, go, it does a broader approach than you maybe want and it burns money really fast. Like it, it, it's- I have never once seen somebody run a smart ad that made money ever. Um, okay. So ne- just that's all I have to say about smart ads. Okay. Scourge of the earth. Never on any condition do it. Only do if you're going to do anything that simple, do local service ads, <laughs> or hire a professional, or right. go learn it yourself. Take the money that you were going to spend on smart ads, 
add it, let it add up for a while and go spend <laughs> the money on a professional. One takeaway, everyone stay away from smart ads. So, so we can try some local service ads on our own. We can dip our toe in. Certainly if we're going to hire a professional, they can handle those. But if we're going to dive into Google ads, let's start with the scary part for professionals. You know, all my colleagues out there are like, what is this going to cost me? That is why everyone's so afraid of them. So, you know, you've already pointed out $2 for everyone, but the, the reality is you got to come up with the cash to put into it and it's not cheap. So what do, what should you expect to spend on Google ads? Yeah. So in the family law slash mediation niche, right. Um, you generally speaking, um, for most niches at that, it really you're looking at about a thousand dollars minimum ad spend. Right. And there's a reason for the minimum, just there's a lot of marketing speak on it, but basically it's the minimum threshold that you get enough data and enough results that it's significantly relevant. Right. But a thousand dollars, right. For most of my clients, that's going to turn into anywhere from five to 10 on average, seven actual leads. Right. And so that means leads that come in that turn into consultations, right. Five to seven leads that turn into consultations. And then it's a question of how good are you converting those? Right. So if you've got a 33% to a 40% conversion rate, which many lawyers do, that's maybe two cases. Right. And for a thousand dollars, two cases, that's $500 a case, right? We're back to that number. That's very, very safe. Right. Especially when you consider oftentimes you're going to get a disputed case, right? And that disputed case is $10,000. Right. And again, I'm only speaking in divorce and mediation is going to be different. Right. But I'm just, right. you, I'm using numbers that I have available to, to speak of about. Course, right? Of course. Of course. So in general, you know, the math is for every thousand dollars you spend, expect about seven valid opportunities. Right. And then maybe at minimal one is what I'd expect, but ideally about two cases or two, two clients out of that. Yeah. So, and that's a key factor. I, I, I do want to hone in on something that doesn't really go to what we're talking about here, but all of what we're talking about is really just getting people to you. Hmm. And then there's a lot of onus on you to convert them, right? There's oh, yeah. that whole conversion process is not what we're talking about here, but that is something um, that I work with colleagues on because I, when I was practicing full-time, I had a conversion rate that was up in the 90% Ooh. because yeah, no, I bet. Well, because I, I learned over a long period of time how to get the clients the information that they wanted in that consultation, how to get them, you know, you to become train clients. Me. I, want, I yeah. want to know how to do that. <laughs> well, I do train people. So that's why I wanted to mention it, but that's keep it in mind for, for all those professionals out there, you can pay all the money in the world to get someone to talk to you or to get someone to your door, but you aren't going to get them through the door if you don't learn how to convert your lead. So whole separate episode, I'll do one on uh, that, but I just got done with like a Facebook argument, literally like five minutes ago <laughs> talking about this topic. So I won't dive into it now, but oh, I have so many thoughts. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you, you raised it and I just didn't want to let it go because yeah. I do think that that's the critical point. If you're only converting 30 to 40%, that is, I, I think you called it a safe number. That's good, but it, you know, you could do a lot better and you should be looking at what you're not giving clients when, or potential clients when yep. they come to your door. Yeah, but 40% is like where you're pretty solidly going to make profit on most of your campaigns. Right. But you're going to be a little capped out on growth because there's going to be a point where you can only handle so many consultations and you can only, you know, you can, you only talk to so many people in a month. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 
And that's, you know, one of the things, maybe a little tip to some of you out there is don't do two hour consultations. No. Just drag on forever. Oh, no. I only do <laughs> 20 minute case evaluations. This is a whole nother thing for consultations. Yeah. Well, well, we're going to come back and we're going to talk to you all about how to convert your leads, but let's go back to our Google ads because okay. so, so we're talking about at a minimum, I would say, right. Spending a thousand dollars. Almost nobody, you know, will, will run a campaign for less than a thousand dollars a month. And now okay. that, that doesn't include what you pay the professional. That's just ad spend. Okay. Right? That was going to be my next question. So you're talking about giving Google a thousand dollars. What yep. does it cost to have somebody, a professional handle your Google ads campaign for you? Yeah. So it really depends on who you work with. Um, and what I mean by that, it's like for me, uh, Google ads for me is an add-on to my product that is um, mostly Google my business. Right. And so there's a, there's kind of a, a packaging deal that comes in with that. That makes right. it a lot cheaper. Uh, but generally speaking, most advertisers are going to be looking for somewhere between like 20 to 30% of ad spend um, in fee on top of that. Right. So a thousand dollar budget, you'd be expecting somewhere between two to $300 a month extra. Right. Okay. Um, but that's not always the case. Right. But it, it's really going to depend, you know, it's one of those things that gets cheaper the more you spend, right? Because then you start getting discounts and they start charging 15% or 10%, right? As you, <laughs> as you move up, right? Because the thing is the work is all the heavy lifting happens, you know, at the smaller budgets, it's all there, right? And then it kind of gets a little easier for people to manage, uh, ironically, as the budget goes up, right? But at minimum, you'd be looking at a couple hundred bucks a month, um, you know, say, you know, 300 to 500, uh, sorry, to 200 to maybe, I mean, you could get somebody up to 500, but question marks on that. <laughs> but don't. Um, but, but don't. Well, and again, I, I don't recommend doing Google ads separate of Google My Business ever. And you know, we talked about this before, but the reason being Google ads for me is an add-on to the experience of Google My Business, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, what's going to happen a lot is that somebody's going to click your ad and they're going to look at your landing page or whatever, and then they're going to go Google your name and then they're going to go find your Google My Business, Right. And so there's this inherent connection where Google ads supports Google My Business, but it doesn't necessarily like, it doesn't really necessarily work the other way around as much, right? Like Google My Business, it, 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 in that sense, it helps Google ads, but you know, it's just, the point is Google ads is a great add-on, but like, I really don't recommend doing it as a standalone almost ever. Like it can work, but then you're putting a lot of money. And the thing is, actually the bigger problem is it can be very tempting to feel like it failed because what's going to happen inevitably, if you're only paying somebody for Google ads, they're only going to be able to track the results from Google ads, but inevitably you got more calls from your Google, my business, right. That they can't track and they aren't tracking because they're not managing that. Right. So your overall call volume could have gone up, but you maybe only saw five, 10 calls right from Google ads. So it's going to look like the campaign did less well than it did. And you're never going to know the true success rate, right. right. Because they, they inevitably help each other. Right. right. Um, so Google ads on its own is a bit, I just find it, it tends to lead to false negatives. Basically, it sure. looks like it fails makes, more often than it actually does. Makes perfect sense. So, you know, if you're doing the Google, well, let's let's dive in on the combined service then, because yeah. we didn't really talk about fees in the last episode. So what if someone, I'm, I'm going to use you as our guinea pig, since yeah. we have you here kindly giving us our information. Um, you've, you've said you have no problem being transparent. Lay so on. if- Someone were going to hire you to yep. do both Google My Business and Google Ads, say for my mediation, my divorce mediation business. What would I be looking at as a budget, roughly? 
Yeah. So for most people, you know, what I do is I prefer just to start with Google My Business because again, I like to keep the risk profile low. And I, it, for me, it's the it's the 20% that drives 80% of the results, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that kind of pricing, that's, that's $14.97 a month. Okay. And as I've mentioned before, uh, I offer a guarantee that within three months, you'll, I guarantee you'll make profit on my campaign or I'll work for free for another three months until you do. And if I fail after six months, I'll refund all your money, right? So I'm on the, you know, I'd say medium, you know, medium high price. You can get people for cheaper than that technically. But what I'm offering is the guarantee that no, what I do actually drives lead generation and actual new cases, right? I get actual results, right? right. So $14.97 a month is where I start people at with just Google My Business. I usually see people, just to give an idea of ROI, I had a guy recently who called me you know, two weeks ago. He signed $10,000 in his first 45 days right, of working with me, right? And that's, that's just on retainers. That's not including what he might get when those cases extend, right? Right. So, so $14.97, $10,000, right? Like the, the math works out, okay? Um, now, going from there as a combined service, my first kind of package starts at um, $19.97 in management services, which includes all of Google My Business, as well as then Google ads. And it includes managing a budget of anywhere between $1,000 a month to up to $3,000 a month, right? And then I have different pricing at that point. So then the total combined, if you say minimum price is about $2,997 a month, right? And right. again, at that point, a lot of my clients, you know, their first month, you know, that last client I mentioned is a bit of an outlier. It's usually the first month you're gonna do maybe $5,000. The second month, I usually see people do anywhere between like seven to 500 and 10,000. And then usually by month three, I'm really trying to get people into that 10,000 month every month, right? Or ideally about 15,000 plus per month, right? So I'm usually trying to gun for a minimal three to maybe five times ROI on that initial investment. But those are the actual hard numbers. You can get it done for cheaper. What I tend to find though is the cheaper you go, the less guarantee of success you're going to get because the people themselves don't fully trust or know their work, right? So in a very, it's true I'm charging a slight premium, but I'm charging a premium for the guarantee that you'll get the outcome you want. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, the guarantee right down to if in six months, this isn't doing it, you'll get all your money back. I gotta say. Well, to be one clarity, <laughs> I can't refund your Google ads budget. I can refund everything you spent on me, but right. I can't, I can't refund a Google ads budget. Right. So, um, so a curiosity, and I can cut this out if you don't want to answer it, but have you <laughs> ever had to refund fees? One time, and I learned my lesson, and it was because it was the first iteration. It was a different guarantee than I have now. But the yep. first iteration of my guarantee was I basically guaranteed you'd go profitable in your first month, right? And, and, and so I learned the hard way a few things. One, cases often close in a period of one to two months, right? So they start talking to you in the first month that they maybe need to think about it and they don't close to the second month, right? I still generated that case, right? But they didn't close till the second month, which meant my guarantee applied, right? So right. lesson learned there on doing too small. I, I say three months now for a reason. And then the, the second thing I learned, right, was I really have to care about who I vet, right, and who I take on as a client. You were talking about that closing the case that situation. I made the mistake of working with somebody who didn't know how to close deals, right, and who was really scared on the phone, who didn't feel comfortable selling people, wasn't going to press them. Also, she didn't want to follow up with people if they didn't leave a voicemail. She didn't call missed calls, right? So I had opportunities just dropping and dropping and dropping. And I still, I got her five to seven case opportunities, but within two months, she hadn't closed a single one of them, right? She had these case evaluations where all of them were like, yeah, I'm interested. The case evaluation, $3,000 plus, right? But she couldn't close them. She couldn't, right. she couldn't do her, her job. So it's, it's a risk I'm taking with my guarantee, right? Is my, my guarantee includes assuming that the person I'm working with actually closes the deal, 
right? Because technically all I control is the lead generation, right? And I've learned now to help people with how to do, I do sales training now, right? To make sure people do at least 40%, right? Yes. <laughs> I've now learned how to do that. I, I put in systems to help them automate follow-up and make sure they're pushing deals forward, right? Like I helped somebody set up their my case recently so that they had a deal flow so that yeah. one day after the consultation, one week after the consultation, two weeks after the consultation and a month after the consultation, they get followed up with, right? So I've put systems in place now and actually help my clients actually close the deal. But there was the one time and I, I honored it. I didn't charge her again. Um, I, I kept working, even though I knew at the time I had made the mistake that this wasn't my fault. I knew at the time that I, this was not for a failure. Because uh, at that point, when I first had to honor it, she'd already had three cases, three case opportunities, right? right? By the end of it, the second month, she had seven, right? And she hadn't closed any of them. But I knew it wasn't my failure, but I honored it anyways, because it was what I wrote in my contract, yeah. right? So I fulfilled it as I wrote it and then immediately changed that. <laughs> for every client afterwards. Well, live and learn, right? But that's, I love your transparency and I love the lessons that your lesson can teach to everyone. It goes back to that lead generation is not the same as closing the deal and bringing yep. the client on board. Um, and, and that sort of leads me to maybe, you know, where I would love to, to wind this all up because we've been talking about the fact that you can, that, you know, that this is how you help clients. I know many people out there, this is, we're not doing this as an ad for your services. You are available to help people, but what you're really trying to do is help people understand just how important using Google appropriately and getting the right professional is to help them build their business. So how, how does someone find someone like you, a great Google ads vendor, a marketing agency that's going to help them with all of this? Like you just said, it's not really just about the Google that you're helping people with. You help them with the, I heard you say, you know, not just the lead generation, but the sales aspects and the automation aspects of it. So how, do, how does somebody find the right marketing agency? Yeah. The main thing is, you know, to go into those conversations, um, not getting too excited about anything they emotionally say, one, but two, go into it with the intention of trying to vet their mindset. And what I mean by that is, you know, one obvious mindset is, are they talking about generating cases or are they talking about what I call vanity metrics, right? And vanity metrics, I mean, things even, you know, leads generated is technically a vanity metric, right? Because 10 leads that don't turn into a case doesn't actually mean anything, right? And same thing if they start talking about, we're going to get you lots of clicks. Well, again, Clicks don't actually turn into cases necessarily. They're, they're a useful metric. I'm not saying that they have no value, but it doesn't guarantee that they're actually going to be getting you cases, right? Much less same things like impressions, website traffic, all these different words, right? So really, you're going to go into that conversation. You want to see how are they talking about their role? Do they talk about their role as a click generator, as a lead generator, or ideally as a case generator, right? And then if you're vetting specifically for Google Ads, the number one thing I can say is... From a mindset perspective, you want to look for somebody who's really trying to remove as many clicks as possible. And what I mean by that is the number one failure I see happen when anybody either uses a vendor or runs Google ads on their own is they inevitably run a campaign where they get hundreds of clicks, 200 clicks, 300 clicks. And they're like, oh man, this is great. I'm paying $1 a click, $2 a click. That's awesome. Right. But then they realize, hey, I just got a random call from somebody looking for social security help and I'm a family lawyer. Like, or, hey, I'm not getting any calls at all from this. And like, hey, did I even make my money back? I just spent $1,000, right? And the name of the game with Google, I mentioned this, like you're, you're fighting Google. Google will get you clicks. That's easy. Anybody who tells you they're going to get you lots of clicks, that means nothing, right? First of all, that's a red flag. Go run away immediately, 
But regardless, you're looking for somebody who's trying to fight Google and is trying to get as few clicks as possible. And what I mean is when I was telling you earlier that for $1,000, I expect to get somewhere between five to 10 leads, right? Every month, which ideally turns into one to two cases. When you talk about clicks, I'm trying to get no more than 20 to maybe 50 clicks, right? In a month. So if you do the math on that, I'm trying to spend anywhere from 20 to $50 per click, right? And here's the reason. I'd rather spend, for example, $50 per click, which means in a given month, I'm only getting 20 clicks, but then have about 25% of those people actually call you, right? Which means in that example, four of those people called you, right? And then ideally, at least one of those became a case, right? So first of all, you're saving money by not having to vet calls that are a waste of time, right? And then secondly, you're getting high quality opportunities, right? Which means you're more likely to convert them. And then third, you actually get cases out of it. Right. And so when you're talking to somebody, you need to get into their head and ask them to like, get them to talk about their process. Are they talking about this process of removing clicks, right? Of trying to fight Google, of trying to focus on what actually generate cases, or are they getting really excited about what I call vanity metrics and clicks and impressions and, and click through rate? And like all those things are helpful, but they're not what actually matters for your bottom line, which is ultimately cases and a little bit, you know, actual leads generated. Cause they're, again, th that's probably the, the closest to a vanity metric I go is actual le leads generated. <laughs> Yeah. And it's such a good point because I, it's so funny. I just had a conversation with um, a marketing company and they were talking about an ad that had run and they were giving me the stats about, and there were 300 and some odd clicks in that week, not one single registration, but 300 <laughs> and some odd clicks. And, and if I were, if I didn't understand <laughs> that, what we were really looking for is to actually get people to register for things, not just go look at them. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean that they won't come back down the road or the retargeting won't work. But I love that point that you're making here, that when you are talking to someone, always keep in mind that end goal is that what you're trying to do is bring in more clients. You're trying to bring in people who are actually going to hire you. I always say you can be the best mediator in the world, but if you don't have uh, as my, my one of my colleagues in Texas likes to say, butts in seats, um, it, it, we're not, you know, we're not doing anything and we're not able to make a living. So um, I, I can't imagine anyone who has listened to these two episodes <laughs> who does not understand now how important it is to use Google to boost your business. Um, and so Ronnie, I, I thank you so much for joining me with, uh, with all of this content. Please let my listeners know how they can reach you again so that we can make sure anyone who does want to take advantage of that, that fantastic guarantee um, knows how to do so. Yeah, absolutely. So the website is uh, noblemarketing.co. It is .co. It's a future acquisition to get that .com. It's just very expensive, but .co, noblemarketing.co. And if you want to email me, it's rdiver, uh, D as in dog, E-A, V as in Victor, E-R, at noblemarketing.co. I'm very happy to talk to anybody. I like talking about marketing. I, talk, I just like opening the black box. So if you just want to talk to me, chat with me, ask a question, please email me. I will talk to you no matter what and answer your questions as best I can. And if it's not working with me, I'll point you in the right direction if nothing else. Well, Ronnie is, has been a wonderful resource for me, as you can see. He's actually coming to speak to one of my Moston Guthrie consult, marketing consulting groups uh, in the next few weeks. So, so excited. 
Uh, we're so excited to have you. They're already, um, I've just sent them all the information on your website and uh, the topics. We're going to be talking more about Google, uh, using Google to boost your business. So I just thank you again, Ronnie. And everybody, please uh, go to the show notes. I'm going to have links to all of Ronnie's um, websites. I'll have a link to the prior episode for those who didn't get a chance to listen to it. Be sure to listen to that one, because as he said, probably the most important place to go is episode one, Google my business. So thank you again, Ronnie and happy new year. Happy new year. Thank you, Susan. It was a uh, absolute honor to be here. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, please do me a favor and leave me a five-star review. It's the number one way that people find new podcasts. And so I really appreciate a review, any feedback. You can get in touch with me at susan at mostonguthrie.com. And if you'd like more information on my trainings, both as a mediator and online mediation, please visit our website at www.mostonguthrie.com. I'll see you next week.